he would put all this behind him and set off on the journey to Porto Santos, where he'd open a bar. Soon he'd no longer need to stand on watch in the leaky, drafty wheelhouse while Jacobson snored on his bunk down in the engine room. He couldn't be sure what his new life would hold, but he longed for it even so. Abruptly as it had started, it stopped snowing. At first he didn't dare to believe his luck, but then it became clear that snowflakes were no longer swirling past his eyes. I might be able to make it after all, he thought. Maybe the storm is passing and heading towards Denmark. Whistling, he poured himself some more coffee. The bag containing the money was hanging on the wall. Another thirty thousand kroner closer to Porto Santos, the little island just off Madeira. Paradise was waiting. He was just about to take another sip of coffee when he caught sight of the dinghy. If the weather hadn't lifted, he'd never have noticed it. There it was, though, bobbing up and down on the waves, just fifty meters to port. A red rubber life raft. He wiped the condensation off the glass and peered out at the dinghy. It's empty, he thought. It's fallen off a ship. He turned the wheel and slowed right down. Jakobsen, woken by the change in speed, stuck his unshaven face up into the wheelhouse. Are we there? he asked. There's a life raft to port, said the man at the wheel, whose name was Holmgren. We'll have it. It's worth a thousand or two. Take the wheel and I'll get the boat hook. Jakobsen moved over to the wheel while Holmgren pulled the flaps of his cap down over his ears and left the wheelhouse. The wind bit into his face and he clung to the rail. The dinghy came slowly nearer. He started to unfasten the boat hook that was attached to the side of the wheelhouse. His fingers froze as he struggled with the catches, but eventually he released it and turned back to the water. He gave a start. The dinghy was only a few meters away from the boat's hull, and he realized his mistake. There were two people inside. Dead people. Jakobsen shouted something unintelligible from the wheelhouse. He too had seen what was in the life raft. It wasn't the first time Holmgren had seen dead bodies. As a young man doing his military service, a gun had exploded on a maneuver, and four of his friends had been blown to bits. Later, during his many years as a professional fisherman, he had seen bodies washed up on beaches or floating in the water. It struck Holmgren immediately that they were oddly dressed. The two men weren't fishermen or sailors. They were wearing suits. And they were hugging, as if they'd been trying to protect each other from the inevitable. He tried to imagine what had happened. Who could they be? Jakobsen emerged from the wheelhouse and stood by his side. Oh, shit, he said. Oh, shit. What are we going to do? Holmgren thought for a moment. Nothing, he said. If we take them on board, we'll only end up with difficult questions to answer. We haven't seen them. Simple as that. It is snowing after all. Should we just let them drift? Jakobsen asked. Yes, Holmgren answered. They're dead after all. There's nothing we can do. Besides, I don't want to have to explain where this boat has come from, do you? Jakobsen shook his head doubtfully. They stared at the two dead men in silence. Holmgren thought they looked young, hardly more than thirty. Their faces were stiff and white. Holmgren shivered. Odd that there's no name on the life raft, Jakobsen said. What ship can it have come from? 
Holmgren took the boathook and moved the dinghy round, looking at its sides. Jakobsen was right. There was no name. What the hell can have happened? he muttered. Who are they? How long have they been adrift, wearing suits and ties? How far is it to Eastdown? asked Jakobsen. Just over six nautical miles. We could tow them a bit nearer the coast, said Jakobsen, so that they can drift ashore where they'll be found. Holmgren thought again, weighing up the pros and cons. The idea of leaving them there was repugnant, he couldn't deny that. At the same time, towing the dinghy would be risky. They might be seen by a ferry or some other vessel. He made up his mind quickly. He unfastened a painter, leant over the rail, and tied it to the life raft. Jakobsen changed course for Easter, and Holmgren secured the line when the dinghy was about ten metres behind the boat and free of its wake.